Before we get into the episode, head on over to RighteousFelon.com for all your favorite beef jerky flavors. I'd recommend starting off with the whole shebang craft jerky gift bundle. The jerky is smoky and savory, spicy and sweet. All of your favorites, all in one variety pack. Use promo code OCSN, all lowercase, to get 15% off at checkout. Don't miss this great opportunity. Go to RighteousFelon.com today. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ice Cold Takes podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiMeglio, and the Rangers have now reached the all-star break with a record of 27, 14, and 8, which puts them in third place in the Metropolitan Division. Pretty tight race amongst all the the teams uh, right behind the, the Devils, six points behind the Devils, and then Carolina's in first place. But joining me today is Lexi Lafreniere, superfan Carly Brudem-Graver. Carly, thanks for joining. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. I know you were asking asking to come on for for such a long time. You listen to the show, which is which is awesome. I love to love to see that. Love to hear that. Um, but yeah, Lexi Lafreniere. I've tweeted I've tweeted that meme, uh, the Laffy Taffy meme, so many times. It has to be like at least a hundred times. That's on- honestly how I found you because I saw the meme <laughs> and I thought it was funny. Well, how that one started, like my old co-host, like he was really good at Photoshop and you no, know, on our Instagram, we would, we would make memes every now and then. And that was one of the things he made, like before, I think last season, he like, he drafted that up. He's like, yo, what do you think of this? I'm like, this is hilarious. Let's That's post so it. Funny. And I so I have it saved in, in my, on my phone. So every time he scores a goal, it's just, you know, I just let's see it go in back the replies. And, yeah, I'll, I'll post it on my own page and I'll post it on like under like the Rangers account when they, they post like the video of Lafreniere scoring or the gif of him like uh, pointing at the camera or whatever. Yeah, oh my God. I yeah. Fun fact about Laffy scoring, this is completely off topic, but I was supposed to be at the game when he pulled the between the legs goal. And because my cousins were here from North Carolina and they're huge fans and have never been to a game. And I said to my dad, I was like, we should go. And he and my uncle were going to buy tickets. And then at the last second, my aunt backed out of it. And then he scored two goals. And I was sitting right on my couch. And I yelled at my dad. I said, this is your fault. Because I could have been. And I know that sounds very spoiled. But I was just so mad that I could have seen that. And I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was um, that was right after he got scratched. I remember I know. that. Well, I lost my mind. I was, I was in my house watching on my computer because I don't have MSG because of Comcast, Stupid Xfinity. Uh, yeah. They took away MSG from me. So I had to watch it on MSG Go because um, I was living in Hoboken. But, yeah, that was incredible. That would have been awesome to be there to see that. My cousins uh, were all staring at me like I was a crazy person because I was literally, like, falling off of my couch, like, yeah. dying. I was screaming. My mom was like, what are you doing? What's going on? I'm like, nothing, Mom. <laughs> my mom's an Islander fan, so she's just sitting looking at me like, yes, what's, I know. What's yes. that all about? Um, so my parents have been married for almost 20 years. That's kind of off topic, but they met because my mom went to the same college as my dad's cousin and they were sorority sisters. Like that's how they met. And then at my cousin's birthday party, my parents met and they started talking about hockey. And my dad was like, oh, she's like nice and cute and all, but she's an Islander fan. Cause they were talking about Zidane Char's contract. And he was like, mm, I'll make it work. And the rest is history. My mom did put me in an Islander jersey, though, when I was three months old and thinking that it would work. It did not work. Good job. And my Good sister's job. a Ranger fan, too. So Nice. There you go. 
it's always go. good to go to the hockey games. Like I went on Friday. Well, I'll talk a little bit more about it later on in the episode. But I went to the game on uh, on Friday with uh, Python, who uh, is commenting here. Woey and Warley, replacing the W's, of course. Um, brings yeah. me, brings me back to the food debate days. The food debate days. That was last year. Um, that was that was. you guys with the uh, waffles and pancakes? Yes. And I'm my biggest thing back then was we got. I'm trying to find the picture of me in an Islander jersey. We got Molly and Vince involved in the um, food debate. And I have to say, I was kind of disappointed when Vince said that he preferred, I think it was waffles over pancakes. Like, I don't think that's, yeah. This is what my mother did to me. Oh my, my God. I'll turn my brightness down. This is what my mother did to me. Wow. Uh-uh. She <laughs> that was the last time you, that was the first and last time first you were on It's okay. She insisted that I smiled on my own. I did not. I'm telling you right now. I could never. I forget what I said on that that waffles versus pancakes debate. But honestly, it kind of depends on what kind of waffles. Like if it's just an Eggo waffle, I'm going to have pancakes. But if it's a Belgian waffle, I'm going to have waffles. I am a pancakes person over waffles. But I've changed my opinion a little bit. I think French toast trumps both of them. Ooh, okay. Is that because of Lafreniere? He likes French toast. No, no, he's because oh. he's French Canadian. Oh no, that his actually, last name is so French Canadian. I'm just a big French toast person. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I, I am French toast is French great. Though. I'm I'm doing an all state like for like because I sang like so I'm doing all state auditions, um, and I'm singing a French song. This is the first time I've ever done French. I have wanted to learn French for years before I knew who Lafreniere was. Because if they offered it still in my school, I would have been taking it in like seventh grade. So I still would have been taking French. But like, because it's my last year, I was like, take French, do French, even though I take mm-hmm. Italian. It's okay. Oh, yeah. I wish fun. my high school taught Italian because I'm Italian. And I don't know any Italian. I know more I'm, Spanish than I know Italian. I'm an Italian. Italian. I still don't know how to speak a full sentence. I cheat on all my speakings. Because yeah. <laughs> they teach you how to conjugate, not how to speak, so. Yeah, that's the big thing with languages in school. They need to teach you how to how to speak. Like, you know, being years away from high school now, you know, I realized, damn, they should have they should have made us speak more of the language. Like the times I used to hate like going in front of the class and speaking in another language because it, it, oh, yeah. you know, it was nerve wracking. But that's how you learn. Yeah, especially you- because I'm one of the like I've always just had a brain for languages. So all the boys are like, oh, my God, here we go. Because like they know <laughs> I'm going to do well and they all try and cheat off of me. I'm, no, don't do that. If they if they don't know how to conjugate something, like, yo, Carly, how do you do this? How do you do? God, can you send me the answers? Can you send <laughs> right, me the yeah. answers? I remember those days. No. I remember those days. <laughs> Yay, um, junior year. Yeah. Um, Not exciting. Let me get back. Let me get back yeah, on the, the hockey train. Play. But like, uh, I mean, the the banter is great. I I mean, you know, it's all fun and games and stuff. But yes. like, the love for Lexi Lafreniere. Where does it come from? I've asked Snags this, and it was just it all stemmed from the lottery. The when the when the ball came up and it had that Rangers logo. Is yours like more the same thing, or did you like him before he was even a concept on a drawing board for the Rangers? So my dad is a huge fan of hockey overall. He watches European leagues, the most random leagues you can find. Like think of like I don't know the ice. Landic third league. He's seen a game from there. He just watches all hockey. And obviously, (laughs) obviously, world junior, he knows about La Liga, like the Barcelona team, the hockey team. He's Mm -hmm. insane. But world juniors has always been a big thing for him because he 
you know, Team USA, Chris Kreider, Patrick Kane, they all came out of Team USA in the World Juniors. And that's like a good way for him to look at our prospects from all the different, you know, big hockey countries. So when the World Juniors came around and I saw Lafreniere, I know he didn't have like a very good World Juniors in 2019. I think it was, yes, 2019. But I just kind of felt for him. I was like, he's he seems fun. You know, whenever he scored or got a point, he was always the first to jump on his teammates and celebrate. And I was like, I like this guy. He seems fun. And then World Juniors 2020, he just exploded. And then I remember it was against the USA, but when he scored and he took his jersey and started going like this with a flat with the mm-hmm. leaf on it, I was like, okay, like I see the vision here. Like, cause I don't want to just come out and be like, oh my God, he's so hot. But I was like, I see the vision here. And then Okay, I was asleep for the lottery. I did not know we had won the draft lottery. And my dad walks in the front door. He goes, I wake up because like the noise woke me up. And he goes, Carly, did you hear the news? And I go, no, what are you talking about? Like, and he goes, it's a great day to be a Ranger fan. I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I don't know what you mean. I've been sleeping on the couch for the last two hours. And he goes, you seriously don't know. I was like, no, tell me. He goes, we won the lottery. We won the draft lottery. We're getting Alexi Lafreniere. And I look at him and I go, shut up. No, we're not. And he goes, yes, we are. And we went back and forth. No, we are. No, we aren't. Yes, we are. And he goes, look online. So I open up Instagram. The first thing I see is we won the draft lottery. And I literally broke into tears crying. I was like, no, we did not. And I was like jumping up and down. And my mother told me to stop because she was salty. I was like, you're just mad that you didn't get him. The Rangers had gone like since the sixties without having like a, a, yeah. a top, like and a first overall or second we overall pick, pick him. Cause I was like, uh, Jeff Gordon's an idiot. But. We got, we got a, we got like, no, we got to witness that as fans, like years from now, this could be like the last time in another 60 years that we'll oh, ever probably. see this. And we'll get to, Hopefully everything pans out with Lafreniere and really pulling for him. Like years from now, we could say like we were there. We witnessed that. We witnessed we the Rangers the getting the first overall pick. I'm, I watched the draft because I made sure I was not asleep for the draft. And I sat there and I waited. And as soon as they said Alexi Lafreniere, I was like. It's a no brainer. It was a no brainer. Like yeah. people said, people say like, oh, he's not as good as they say he he is. Like, oh, he's not like a big deal. Like no one was saying Everyone knew what he was then. Like, it's yeah. going to take a little bit of time. You got to give him, got to be patient. I think Chris Drury loves him. I think Chris Drury is in love with him. I think he's like a total, like, that's the kind of player he's he a laugh secret super fan. Then maybe I don't hate Chris Drury as much as I say I do. I'm a big fan of, I'm a big fan of Chris Drury. Like, I like grew up watching him. I grew mm, up watching yeah. him. Like, I caught the last two years when he was when he was captain of the Rangers. Yeah. Callahan was Callahan was always my favorite player, but Jury was, was my sister's was favorite. We, she loves Callie. We're getting him. We're going to get him on the podcast eventually. Yeah. I don't care if yeah, it takes Captain, 90, 100 days Callie. to get Callahan. We're going to get him on here. Captain Callie. I love Captain him. Callie. I think he was great. What's it called? My favorite player growing up, obviously, besides Hank and Zuccarello, were, was Marion Gabrick. Marion Gabrick was my first ever boyfriend. Like, because I was four when I went to my first Ranger game. It was November 14th, 2010 against the Oilers. And Marion Gabrick scored a hat trick in that game. And from that like moment on, I was in love with him. Like, literally, I loved him. He's my first ever jersey. I still have it. And then when he got traded to the Blue Jackets, my dad told me, and I literally 
fell to my knees crying in the kitchen. And that is a true story. And I, I miss him so much. Yeah. And then he tore us apart in the finals. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. I know. Python brings up a good point. The media tried to make us think they were going to take Byfield. Yeah, I remember that. I'm so this, scared. That they, we were say, they were saying, oh, the Rangers need a center. It, it makes sense for them to they take Byfield. Get the hell out of here. Take a center over, over Lafreniere. 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 Yeah. Um, it's shocking. No. I was talking, like, that Gabrick trade, um, someone was saying, like, name a sports trade that you did not see coming, that you were completely shocked by. And I was like, I did not see Marion Gabrick getting trade. trade. That completely threw me off guard. I was too young to understand it at the time. Yeah, but no. like, yet it was, like, now that it's the business of sports, especially with the Zuccarello trade, because that one hit me hard, too. Oh, my Zuc- God. Like, I saw that one coming. That that was the difference. Like, I knew that one was coming. And I was a bit older, so I was able to understand it. Yeah, so. I think I was 12 when that happened. And I had just gotten a Matt Zuccarello Winter Classic jersey from either Hanukkah or my birthday. Like, I had just gotten that jersey. And then he got traded, and I threw it down the stairs. And I, I'm very dramatic, as we can tell. And I threw it down the stairs. And I said, I don't need it anymore. And my parents were like, you're not getting rid of it. But I was just so sad. And then seeing Hank cry, like, that, like, tore me apart. And then I knew the Hank buyout was coming, but it you still don't expect it to hit you as hard as it did. That one too, like surprisingly, even though I'm older and I'm expecting it to happen, I'm just I kept telling I myself it it's coming. not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. They're not gonna do it. And he did. They and they did. did. It, and I and was like, I was so lucky enough upset. though to be at Hank night. I don't care that I was in like the back of the four hundreds and like half the thing was like blocked by like the chase, like seating with all the TVs and stuff. I was okay. there. I watched it happen. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like that was like the best thing ever. Funny but- thing. Funny thing about, about Henrik. Like when I went to the game on Friday, um, we we were like by the, the blue seat section. So like you could see like the bridge where they walk into the street where the, uh, we're like Sam and Joe behind where Sam and Joe call a game from. And um, you just see, First, you see John Giannone running like he looks like a little goon, like running with the suitcase, trying to get in the studio. And then you see Hank walking all tall and proud with the suitcase, he's, taking his time like they were rushing beautiful. to get in the studio. And like Hank is so calm, cool and collected. I'm like, look at this guy. Like, look how look how calm he is, even off the ice. Like this guy is incredible. Like, he's, I don't know. It's just everything that guy does is just gold. Perfect. He's amazing. And even my mother, who's the biggest Islander fan ever, loves Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah. Like, how can you not love yeah, Henrik you, Lundqvist? I know, like I, my roommate uh, from my freshman year in college was a big Capitals fan, and like he would, he would always like he would talk about like how Lundqvist was, is, you know, he was like he's the king, like oh you guys have that guy, you guys have that guy, and then, he's like, not a Capital. I don't care what anyone oh, says. No, he's not he a never said. I don't care that he wore the practice jersey. Nope. He never touched the ice, nah. and it, as, he's not a Capital. He is and will always be. Just he never he never registered an official game of the of the Washington Capitals. He's a ranger. He's a yeah. ranger. Yep. Yep. And yeah, I, and it was good on them for, for t- retiring his number. Uh for retiring his number immediately. Like they didn't wait, they wasted no time. As soon as he announced the retirement, like literally we are gonna day. retire his number. He should have resigned for one day just so he could have officially I know. retired a ranger. I don't yeah, I know. They should have done they they I think in other sports they allow you to do that, but possibly not in the NHL. I don't know why. Crazy. I, I don't know if that's real or not. I have to do some research into that. I think but the Patriots yeah. would do that for Tom Brady. I'm not a big football person, but I just feel like because of what he did for New England, that mm-hmm. 
they would do that for him. The thing that but, pops into yeah. my head is like um, Ladanian Tomlinson used to play. He was a Charger for most of his career, and then he was on the Jets. But then he retired. But before he retired, he signed a one-day contract with, with the, the Chargers. Chargers. And then yeah, called that the makes sense. Yeah. But, so you say you retired as the team that you played yeah, on for Dom for your whole life. But everybody knows Lundqvist was a Ranger. Only yeah. a Ranger. You think Lundqvist, you think the Rangers. Right. Like, Martin Brodeur was, was on the Blues. Yeah, he, he got traded. Even, half the time I don't remember he was on the Blues. Right, exactly. And you should, oh, yeah, he was. Now we're going to say, like, Oh yeah, Lundqvist was never on the Capitals. Like yeah, no. My favorite thing is I like to watch the bar down quizzes from time to time, and like when Corwin or Luca, wherever they go, Leafs legend because they were there for like two days, and you're right. all Leafs legend. That's yeah, Henrik Lundqvist, Capitals legend. Yeah, yeah, absolute Capitals legend. But back to Lafreniere, I'm gonna plug my own podcast for a second. Me and my dad on our because me and my dad have a podcast now called the dad daughter duo podcast i don't even know where that name came up from he just kind of pulled it out of nowhere but we talked about or he talked about how we can't really blame lafreniere for his struggles until after next season because this is technically his sophomore slump due to it being his second full season in the nhl because his first one was not only short, he hadn't played hockey for 10 months before because of COVID. Coming back to the bubble with no fans and a shortened season really isn't a season at all. So his first real season was last year. This one is his second full season. So I'll consider this his sophomore slump. And then maybe he'll pick it up next year. If he doesn't pick it up after next year, by all means, do what you have to do with him. But also, I'm afraid that Montreal is going to offer sheet him because I saw it on Twitter. And now he's, not, he's, not get, he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. The Rangers are going to keep him for sure. Like, and and they could, I think they could, they could, they could hardball negotiate with him. So like, Capo Caco, I remember people were saying last year that, oh, he hasn't had the production, but he's still second overall pick. So he's going to get like two and a half million dollars or $3 million on his next contract. And I was saying, I was saying it has nothing to do with his draft pedigree. He's not producing the way he should be. So he's going to be getting less. And what did yeah, he get? You got two point one million dollars. Yeah, you got a bridge, I think. You got a bridge for for two years, two point one million dollars per, and that was less than what Heedle got, who is a like a twenty something overall pick. So I'm thinking the same thing that Lafreniere is going to get. I say like two point three for two That's years. Okay. That's what they're going to extend him. That's they're okay. not going to give him four million dollars. They're not giving him eight years because he hasn't offered like he hasn't put up the Hughes points. Yeah. Like Jack Hughes. Yeah. Like he's not there yet. Speaking of that, why did they give Matt Boldy seven by seven? He's barely a rookie. I know. Yeah. That's like it's, that's, I saw that and I was like, no way. That's what that's they're starting to do now around the league is they, they hand out these investment like contracts. Um, to see, like not, you're not paying them for what they are right now. They're going to, you're going to pay them for, oh, for what they, what will, they be. will be. So like Matt Boldy, when they drafted him, he was like a like a highly touted prospect. Like he was a like a good prospect. Like teams wanted him. So in a few years from now, he should be at the level that people thought he was going to be. Yeah. If everything works out correctly, if everything yeah. projects the way that it should be, like yeah. same thing. Suzuki's the captain for the for the Canadians. They did the same thing with him. Like he hadn't he had a really good year last year, but like before that, they signed him to like a bigger extension. And it was just like, wait, why are you giving him this money now? He hasn't put up that many points. And yeah. He did put up the points. Makes sense. Yeah, yes. Makes the, sense. the guys in the front office, they know what they're talking about. Like, uh, they may make some stupid decisions, 
but not every single move they make is boneheaded. It's not like yeah. every single move Prejury makes is Pavel Buchnevich for Sammy Blay. That was a terrible trade. And yeah, I, it, I was working when it happened, and yeah, one of me my too, actually happened to be an Islander fan, and she goes, Carly, did you see the trade? I was like, no. What are you talking about? She goes, check Twitter. Because, like, I was on Twitter, but, like, not really. And so I look, and it says the Rangers have traded Pavel Buknevich for Sammy Blay and, like, a whatever it was, second-round second pick. Round. And I was like, no way. And I was – and just after they had posted that Igor and Pavel selfie, I was like, no, they did not. And then my mom picked me up because I was 15 and couldn't drive yet. And my mom picked me up, and I just started crying in the car. This all leads to me crying because all my favorite players are leaving. But I liked Booch, but, like, I just didn't see it coming. And I think that was the surprise of it. I don't think there was a single fan that disliked Pavel Buchnevich. Like, he worked – he worked – he, he went through like. so much to – to get to the level he was at that last year, he was on the range. Like that last season, he was on the Rangers. He's awesome. He was yeah. th- like our best player, the best kept player on the team. Kept us in playoff races. Yeah, yeah. Like in the um, it wasn't. I remember when he first started. Like Alan Vigneault barely used him. Like he was scoring points, but he was barely used. Like yeah, it, it like Lassie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it sucked. It sucked. Um. I talked with Rob Luker about this. Like he said, he referenced a tweet like when he was on my show, like about a month or so ago, maybe a little bit longer, more, maybe a little while ago. Um, he was saying like the day the NHL decides to play younger, but and potentially worse players than older and over the hill players is when you know things are going to start to to pan out. Like, <laughs> with Lafreniere, yeah, I know, like. <laughs> I'm all for like that you have to earn your role or whatever, but like yeah. when it's clear the direction of your team is headed, you know, to get younger, you have to see what the guys you have in front of you can do. Like, yeah, like what they did with Kako. They finally, finally gave him top line ice, ice time. And look, and, and he, he's playing awesome. He's playing awesome. Like he's not getting as many points recently. He has been like, yeah. But it's I like 15 points in 21 games. That's nuts. Right. We haven't seen that kind of production from him. He's no. been playing well all season. And Grant yeah. hasn't hasn't like shied away from complimenting him. Like he's giving high praise. Like he's playing great out there. And if he's doing that, that means he's doing something right. So you got to give somebody else too, like whether it's Heedle or if it's Lafreniere or even Kravtsov, let them play. Let the kids play. This That's like my whole theme of like, and then everyone gets so mad at me. Let the kids play. They need to learn. And you can't learn if you don't do. I already know what's going to happen with Kravtsov. They're going to end up trading him, but, and he's going to be great wherever he goes. Like he's going to be. Rangers move. He's going to, he's going to be great because the Rangers didn't give him an opportunity. To, yeah, no. Like he's no. playing. Well, I don't think he's playing horribly. No. And I certainly think he deserves a spot in the lineup over like, Play or Lashizen. Lashizen. Oh my God. He almost <laughs> scored at one of the games that I went at the Canadians game. Of course, they were in the Liberties and of course they lost because I'm terrible luck. But, and me combined with the Liberties, obvious loss. But like, he almost scored and I, it was his first game as a Ranger and I almost lost my mind. 
And then when Lafreniere shot it through the crease, because my section is 114, I was sitting like right there and I watched that. I was like, oh my God, because one, he's never scored a point when in like the three or four times I've seen him play live, which sucks. And two, mm-hmm. I had a Canadians fan sitting next to me, just going <laughs> on and on and on and on about how Lafreniere is going to be a Canadian. And then when the game was over, he's like, ha ha, we won. I was like, look at the back of my jersey. Look who's on my jersey. Look who's on my jersey. <laughs> right. He's on my jersey, not yours. And then he got scratched on my birthday. I think the beef that I would have with Montreal fans is like it would have would be like the most fun, like out of any team, except for like the Flyers, maybe. Like Well, I have fun beefing with Islanders fans because a lot of my friends are Islander fans because I live on yeah. Long Island. So a lot of my friends are Islanders fans and I like to sit there and argue with them. Islanders fans is like third on my list, but the beef I have with like with Montreal fans, yeah. like that goes back to the days when Kreider was was, was oh um, my god running over goaltenders on purpose. Tripped. He got tripped. There's no other way. Like you literally see, I don't remember who it was. And he fell. Yemelin. Yeah, Yemelin tripped him, and he lost his balance and fell. That is not his fault. Yeah. And he was on a breakaway, too. Like, that's the best opportunity you'll ever have to score. Why would he trip himself into the goaltender? Exactly. And it it didn't make much sense. (laughs) He should have gotten a, like, penalty shot out of it. (laughs) Yeah, he got tripped. (laughs) Okay. But, yeah, and then Laffy got scratched on my birthday. It was so great. I'm sitting at brunch with my family on my birthday, and my dad, I get the news, and I'm like, Oh my God, I came all this way just to see him play on my birthday and try and make a sign for him on my birthday. And I'm going to be seeing him in the press box. And I did. I did see him in the press box. So that was before you took the picture with him? That was after. So you took the picture with him and then they said he was scratched? Yes. Wow. Um, But he was in a really bad mood when I met him. Like he wasn't mean to me by any means. Like he was not mean. He was civil he was polite but you could just tell he was in a terrible mood and i was like now i know why but speaking of them i was with my mom because we went to like the starbucks down the street from my hotel because they the one at my hotel wasn't going to give me my free birthday rewards i was like i want my free birthday reward (laughs) so we go and we're walking back and once again and we're doing laps because the canadians had played the night before and they did happen to stay in the hotel that connects with mine like the two marriott hotels connect with each other by like a bridge so i was like and my mom saw michael pozzetta and Justin Barron, I think his name is, like on her run, just just walking to like morning practice. So I was like, maybe we can catch the Rangers. Like maybe they're staying in the same place. So we did a lap, didn't see anyone. We were on our second lap. And then I see Chris Kreider walk out of this like really swanky hotel that I was like, oh yeah, that's where they're staying. My dad was like, oh, it would make no sense because the arena's right there. Why would they stay down the street? I was like, because they're the Rangers. Like you just know. And I see Chris Kreider walk out and I go, excuse my French, my mom, I go, holy shit, that's Chris Kreider. <laughs> and my mom goes, how do you know? What do you mean? How do you know? It's a six foot man with sunglasses, with hair and like just the goatee. Chris Kreider, the goatee. Like, literally Chris Kreider. So I like tried to sprint after him without, you know, making it obvious because one, that's creepy, like just running after a guy and two, like, I tried to be calm. There was literally an NHL player 20 feet away from me. So my mom goes, Chris, like trying to call out to him and he didn't hear us. So I was like, dang it. And we walked past the security because we were on our second lap. And I was like, we can't go back around because these security guards will think like we're we're creeps. So we cut back around. I was like, but if they're coming out of there, 
I might as well, you know, go see what's going on. So we go over and there are a bunch of fans waiting. And I was like, oh, this is where they're staying. But like, I wasn't waiting right right by the doors because like, that's weird. I just kind of waited with everyone else. And then some of the players walked out. The first person that to walk out was Philip Heedle. And he came over, he started signing some stuff. And then I asked him to get a picture. And I was like shaking because like he's Philip Heedle. And I was like, hi, it's my birthday. Like, would you mind getting a quick picture with me? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then he smiled for the picture. And I was like, I got one. Like, it's okay if I get none others. Like, I got one. But I started talking to the security guard, and I told him how much I love laugh. And he was like, oh, don't don't worry. He'll come out. I was like, <laughs> okay, great. The next people to walk out were, I think, Adam Fox and Barclay Goodrow, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was just Fox. And Fox, he, like, just kind of glanced at the fans and then walked across. I was like, come on, dude. Like, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those I'm guys. not very good with the fans. And <laughs> then – Jacob Truba and Barkley Goodrow came out and they too like kind of looked at us and then kept walking. And my mom was like, some captain he is. I was like, mm, yeah, but it's okay. And Kraftshoff did the same thing. He bolted across there. I was like, okay, you don't have to rub it in. And then the other player that surprisingly didn't do anything was Panarin. But that's okay because he signed my jersey now. So we're all good. But he like walked around us. Like, he was going to come over, and then at the last second, he changed his mind and, like, walked around us and around. So I was like, okay. Like, I was a little butthurt over that, but then there again. Was a, so there was a lot of Rangers fans there, though, right? There were, like, a good 15. Like, okay. Well, like, it wasn't crazy. And then Trocek came out. He was nice enough. Like, he doesn't really look happy in the picture. He's just kind of – but it's, it's okay. Like it, it's a picture is a picture. And then Braden Schneider came out and I was literally in the middle of talking to him. I was like, Hey, it's my birthday. You know, would you mind getting, I'm a fan. Would you mind getting a quick picture? The dude, this dude shoves a puck and a Sharpie in his face. And as I'm in the middle of talking to him and I was like, no, you go. And Braden literally looked at me. He went, I was like, it's, it's okay. Go. And then after he signed the dude, I would have been, I would have been like, yeah, come on, let's take the picture. <laughs> in the, in, after he signed the dude's puck, he like, made everyone wait so he could take a picture with me and then kept signing everything i was like yeah. thank you but like he literally looked at me though because this dude was like sign this and he was like i was like yeah yeah what can you do and then igor came out and i was freaking out because it's igor shesterkin <laughs> and I was like, do, do i ask him because he he's russian and he just looked in a bad mood and i was like i don't want to bother him and the security guard was like, he'll sign something. He won't sign anything, but he'll take a picture with you, like, if you ask him. And since today's your birthday, his birthday's tomorrow. You guys are almost birthday buddies. He'll do it. And he uttered one word to me, and it was so quiet. I was like, hey, Igor, like, today's my birthday. Would you mind getting a picture? And he goes, sure. I was like, okay, that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough. And he smiled for the picture-ish and then walked across. He, like, didn't sign anything. And, like, it was only me and, like, one other person that he took a picture with. And for that, I was grateful. And then out came Mika, and I was waiting for Mika. And then out comes a group of Keandre Miller, Ryan Lindgren, Capo Caco, Jimmy Vesey, Sammy Blay, and <laughs> Alexi Lafreniere. And the security guard noticed it. And he looks at me, and he goes, now's your chance, kid. Because they weren't coming over. They were walking across. So I bolted over I across the street I didn't even care if I was going to get hit by a car I needed this like this is why I came like I needed this laugh picture and I felt bad because these two little boys like 
near me. They're on a bench. They like stood up to try and get a picture with, I think, laugh. And Sammy Blay grabbed his arm and like tried to push it, like pull him along. And like, he kind of like started shoving him out of the way. And I felt really bad. You know, I was like, these poor kids, like Sammy, what are you doing? But I, it was either Lindgren or Capo who leaned in like for the picture with them. And obviously I wanted to get a picture with all of them, but like I had one pick and my Sammy pick. Sammy Blay was pulling whose arm? Laffey. Oh, was gonna, like, turn in for the picture and he kind of like grabbed his shoulder and started pushing him along and my mom goes laugh because I was too like starstruck to say yeah, anything. Yeah. no I, I got it yeah he, like looked at me and mom goes I was like it's my birthday would you mind getting a quick picture and my mom goes you're her favorite and like even in his bad mood he gave like a half like a half ass smile he was like yeah sure <laughs> over and takes the picture with me he's like the other ones, you know, like nicely put their arm around me besides Igor, but laugh just two arms in front, you know, straight down, one holding the coffee cup and just one at his side. I was like, okay. But I, you know, kind of put my arm around him. I was like, and then after the, um, my mom gave me back my phone, I was like, thank you. And I like was shaking. But then Mika walked by me. I was like, Mika. And he took a picture of me. He's actually the only one who wished me a happy birthday. But yeah, he's a really, da- I've heard he's a really down to earth guy. Yeah, I was, my mom said it's her my birthday. And she was, you've probably heard the same sentence so many times. But Mika was like, oh my gosh, happy birthday. You know, are you coming to the game later? I was like, yeah, I am. He's like, oh, nice. Like, we'll see you later then. I was like, <laughs> I love you. And I got a picture. Mika, he looks happy. He looks happy. The other ones, they're like, and Brayden looks happy. But other than that, the rest of them just kind of look. Who but knows? Maybe they. Okay. Okay. So if I remember correctly, that was the day of the game, right? Yeah, they got back. That was, the that night was New Year's Day. So it was December 29th. Oh. They got bag skated the night before. I think that's uh, why. I was going to say, I was going to say, if it was New Year's Day in. Oh, okay. Okay. That was the Tampa game. Mm-hmm. Oh, and right, 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 right. The shootout. Right, right. When Brandon Hagel took the puck and threw it in the net. Yeah, you know? he grabbed it with his, with his hand and threw it yeah, in I was and like, pretended like nothing doing? happened. You can't do that. <laughs> I watched that, and I was like... And then as I soon, as, soon as I saw the replay, I just started laughing. Like, saw, like watch, saw, watch Toronto say it's a good goal now. <laughs> I, I was expecting it. I saw the rate. I saw the because I was in the three hundreds, kind of like the back of the three hundreds, and I saw the press box and I saw laugh and he just looked so unhappy and I was like, and I saw Sammy Blay skating around. I was like, get off, yeah. right now. get off. Like I will play. I know how to skate. I, I'll play. I'll do it for free. So you went you went to the Panther the game against the, the Lightning, yeah. The Lightning. I, the Lightning. I went home the next day, so yeah. I didn't go to the I Panthers. was gonna say, like, maybe if it was the game against the Panthers and they were acting all like that, maybe they like they got like drunk at the Hall at the Halloween, the New Year's Eve party or something. But that makes sense though, because they got bag skated, you know. They did get bag skated you shouldn't be like you shouldn't have a bad at a piss poor attitude, like you know, but like it is overwhelming. I'm sure they would be a lot more reciprocating if it was in New York. Yeah. I know Zabanajad is a really good, like, humble good person. Guy. I've heard Chris Kreider just kind of, like, walks past everybody or whatever. Sometimes. But then the day after my birthday, I was, like, in the airport waiting for my flight. There was a picture of him with two kids. And, like, he genuinely looked happy. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, he, I feel like he would have stopped for me. Because, like, when we were passing again, mm-hmm. he kind of looks back and was like, and I was like, okay, hi, I'm not here. I'm not here. You don't see me. 
because we were walking past him as he was like already in the Tampa gate because I tried to catch up with him. But I was like, you don't see me. No, you mm-hmm. don't see me. I'm, I'm, I'm not here. I don't know you because I didn't want to freak him out. So I just started talking to my mom. I also feel like with any other sport, the athletes, you wouldn't have like a single one that would stop. And so it would be it would be a handful within that league. The NHL, it's almost like a handful per team are like that. Yeah. Like they, they will stop and, and, and sign autographs. Like Mika is a, like I said, he's a down to earth guy. Braden Schneider sounds like he's a, a really, really good he's dude. So, yeah, he's Panarin. And then when he, at the open practice, because I got my jersey signed by him after the open practice, he went down both sides of like, you know, where everyone waits to get their stuff signed. He went yeah. down the entirety of both signs, uh, sides and signed every single person's in, stuff that in the got. arena. Yeah. And he was like, I'm sorry, guys, I cannot sign for everyone in his thick Russian uh, accent. I made sure that before I got my jersey signed that this little girl got her puck signed because she wanted nice. her puck signed. I was nice. like, Brad, get her. And then he went to – I tried to get him to sign the back of my jersey, but it wasn't working. So he just grabbed my sleeve. I was like, you know, take it. And then his Sharpie stopped working. So there's just a line of where he tried to sign it, and then I gave him another one because his stopped working, and I had one, uh, so I gave him mine, and he signed it for me. I was yeah. like – Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He was so yeah. cute. And then, like, he waved to everyone and then, like, walked out because he walks. And I was like, you you were just I, – I love him. He's just the best. Yeah, he's a he's a good uh... – He's a good good player to have around on the on the good range, egg. like for for the for the locker room. And I always see him like throwing sticks or whatever pucks to people like before games Ooh. and stuff. The I feel like the easiest way to get something from Panarin is offer a treat to Mr. Rizzy. As I know his dog is, is involved. As soon as you get Mr. Rizzy involved, he's involved. I would just like I would just show like literally memes like i would have i would print out memes like if i were a fan there i would just hold like instead of putting like sign this puck on the billboard on the on the poster i would just have i would copy the laffy taffy meme on there and just hold it up just wait for it you ever see the the tweet from uh um from nick uh the i'm always dominant you remember that like when so uh when when panarin first signed with the rangers he posted something on twitter and then uh King King Rangers Nico, he uh he he commented like, "How dominant are you gonna be this year?" And Panarin responded, "I'm always dominant," but like the way he spelled it was D O M I N A T, like he spelled oh, it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I have that picture printed out. It's in my wallet somewhere. Like I, I, I have it printed out. <laughs> my favorite it's like thing. A good ever luck when, charm. My favorite thing ever is when people respond with the videos of him laughing on that one new year's like two years ago when he's absolutely hammered <laughs> and he's like he says whatever he says in russian and then puts a fist to the camera and he ends it with a <laughs> i was like that's my that's my favorite that's my favorite i love the the jacob 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 Congratulations, buddy. i someone I printed was that blue york that printed out a shirt with like with probably him? they have really cool stuff yeah yeah i was seeing they 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 have like they sell that stuff at the garden now. I was I was looking. Do they actually? Yeah, there was shirts there. My favorite thing is when he goes in the thing. I still think I'm better choice. Like you I said, no. Think... I still think I'm better choice. <laughs> even though he said he doesn't want to be the captain. And I still even think though I'm he pretends not to know English. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with Igor when he pretends, like in Revo, Revo, in Revo's Halloween video when he goes, I don't speak English. 
and Viva was like, I don't speak English. Yes, you do. Like, he, he, yeah, it's a comfortability thing with Panarin. Yeah. Like, he knows, that, like, he speaks it well enough. Like, Gorton said that he speaks, like, completely fluent English, but it's just, he, when you're in front of, of the camera, it's, like, yeah. a lot of pressure. You get nervous. Like, you don't want to mess anything up. Yeah, they know a lot more English than they like. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I understand it. Like we were talking about languages before. Like I know a good bit of Spanish, and uh, you've probably heard me speak. If you listen to the show, like all the time about the damn pizzeria that I work at, like I try and speak Spanish all the time. And uh, sometimes, like when customers come in, I get a little shy. My dad can hold a conversation in right. Spanish. Maybe the only thing I got is no hablo español. Like I get, I get like oh, I like short little commands, like. To, to like say like oh it's like you need something to eat or whatever you need something to yeah. drink like how much like uh they need anything else some simple stuff nothing crazy yeah. like i can't hold a conversation like that's crazy for me my dad can hold a conversation and yeah. we do not have like a single ounce of latin blood in our bodies but we, <laughs> yeah we, we hold a conversation yeah i'm just like all of europe but still, and even though I'm an eighth Italian, I can't speak Italian. I'm over half German. I cannot speak a single word of German. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All the guys like on the Rangers speak like like really good English. Like they communicate well together. Like the the we gotta get talk about the grown up line. I call them the grown up line. Everybody calls them the kid line. Kid line. It's Lafreniere, Kako, and Heedle. Those guys are killing it. Ever since Gallant put them back together, it just always seems like whenever they are together, they make something happen every single time yeah. they're on the ice, and everybody else stops making stuff happen. Yes, and like you can only focus on them, and yet right. Gronk puts them on the third line. Right, like they can't coexist together. Like Panarin and Zabanajad lighting it up can't happen at the same time as Kako, Hedl, and Lafreniere playing well. It's one or the other. It's one or the other, and that's what I think. If the Rangers can make it so that it coexists, then they are a cup contender. And then we get a forward like Timo Meyer or Vladimir Tarasenko. Then, then I think we're we're Absolutely. talking. Absolutely. I think uh, I said it on last week. And Frank Petrano. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, the jury should handle this deadline the exact same way as he did last year. Like, don't give up way too much. Like, don't don't trade. I wouldn't trade. Larry Brooks was talking about, like, Tanner Janot and was saying, hypothesizing Vitaly Kravtsov for Janot. I think Kravtsov's going to get traded, but just not for Tanner Janot. Yeah, I think think he's going to be. My personal opinion, based on what I've heard and based on just like my personal opinion and like learning about hockey, I think he's going to be part of a package for a big forward. Grab I hope. like to say it. It's going to be him, probably someone from Hartford and a pick for a big player like Tarasenko or Timo Meyer. Or, That's what I would do. Or Patrick Kane if we go there. But Drury's got to know at this point. The entire league knows that he needs hip surgery. Yeah, and he's not having the best year. I think the Rangers need a shooter above all else. Like, if they had Gabrick, like Gabrick when he was playing on the Rangers, like in 2010 on this team, we're set. We're perfect. That's it. Don't even yeah. worry about the bottom six. A healthy, you figure Eagle, it out. 
a healthy Halak. Halak's yeah. great. Maybe one defenseman. Maybe a, a defenseman that's better than Harper. But I, I don't like Ben Harper. Especially I don't. I don't mind him either. Laugh, like gave him the hat after he came back. Like I have a lot of respect for Ben Harper after that. Yeah, like a lot of people. You'll see a lot of people on Twitter say like, "Oh, the Rangers could get like they could improve significantly in this area." Well, like it's not. I, I see, like, that's in the analytics community. Like, you ever see that meme where it's just, like, the flying cars and it's, like, if society was like Oh, this? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's yeah. what the analytics community is a lot yeah. like. Like, I've, I've spent a lot of time trying to understand the analytics. I respect it. I use them a lot now. But, like, not every single thing is going to be perfect. It's just not yeah. going to happen. Chris Jury is going to have to save salary somewhere. Like, yeah. I understand there are players out there that are – cheaper and good analytically but then at some point they're going to prove their worth and they're going to ask for a lot of money so they're not going to be able to like hold Phil on to them for now. That. like he's going to want a lot of money especially after seeing what matt boldy just got he's going to end the way he's producing right now he's going to want a lot of money like these money ball kind of players like megna i've been hearing from san jose like that guy is good apparently he's like really good but like don't you think like when his contract comes up that he's going to be asking for a lot more money. Yeah. I know he's got another year left, so maybe he should make a trade. I was thinking like Gavrikov, but Gavrikov's going to be a lot of money. Um, Magna's also, a good it's a contract year for Miller. It's a contract year for Lafreniere. It's a contract year for Heedle. We got to worry about signing our young core first and then yeah, yeah. what we can do with the leftover money. That's why I'm saying like approach it the same way as last year. Like you're not yeah. going to. You're going to trade for these players, but everybody knows you're not going to keep them. Like, we knew Kopp wasn't going to stay. It was either Strom or stay. What's that? I thought Vitrano was going to stay. It all depended on how much money he was asking for. See, like, see what I mean? Like, he wasn't getting much ice time in Florida. He comes to the Rangers, he gets ice time, and he scores, like, 10, 15 goals. Then ask for money. Then ask for money. And then ask for money. Exactly. Yeah. See what I mean? Like, not every player is going to be like that. You're not going to be able to keep everything. So you have to weigh like how much you're gonna spend on those types of guys. Like, does it make sense to give Lafreniere for Patrick Kane? Absolutely not. I'm gonna hang up the phone if you if you say like, yeah, our starting price is Lafreniere. If you start at Lafreniere, <laughs> goodbye. 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 Thank you. Like, I would only call Chicago back if like Kane makes it publicly known. Like, I'm only going to play with Panarin. Then I would say like, oh, so Kane only wants to go to me. Uh, how, how would you feel if I give you Matthew Robertson in a third round pick? And Krasov too, if you're feeling a little, you know, spontaneous. All right. Like, you that, low ball the offer. offer, like, cause he's. That's my offer. All right. Yeah. But back to the kid line, I feel like, honestly, I feel like Philip Hedl's like the ringleader. Cause he feel, cause he, not only is he the oldest, he seems like he's the craziest. And then I feel like Lafreniere as the youngest of the kid line gets influenced by Phillips like craziness and then Kako's just the middle child who's like oh my god what is going on here because I saw one it's like I saw a thing on a meme on Twitter it's like the kid line and like these two one on two ones on the side are going crazy like one crazy other crazy and then the one in the middle is like oh my god that's Lafreniere, <laughs> Heedle, and Kako they're like Kako's just sitting there like oh my god and Lafreniere and Heedle are going nuts and, right yeah because he doesn't say too much that one and my favorite thing is when Vince tweeted Philip joking with Lafreniere and Heedle he's like you can't get rid of me he's <laughs> like you can't get rid of me like he's definitely he's definitely the ringleader like they definitely ha- like hang out just the three of them and yeah. 
plan caught like causing mayhem. Edel is like the best all around player on that line as of this year. Like he's yeah. what, what I don't know what it is. It, it just it just works. They love playing together. They they They're seem so to play well together. together. I'm still waiting for a kid line hat pick. I'm just I'm waiting for it. Oh, like oh it, they all Jess, each get the I know Jess is the Rangers admin, like the person who runs the Rangers accounts. If Jess is ever listening to this and then please, I'm begging you, get us a kids line hat pick immediately. Like that will just make my life. Like the one with Kravtsov and Lafreniere is good. I just need the other two in it. Just yeah. I mean, if, you, I, if you run socials on, if you run the Rangers socials, uh, also put in a good word for me with uh, with Steve Valaket. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> funny. On the podcast. That, that, yeah, that, yeah. That oh, Valley on the podcast would be good. I know. It's just it's. It's so it's so difficult to get the, the guys from, from MSG, like even for guys game crew, Hank, John, and Steve. I have Bill Pito on. And Bill Pito, MSG one fifty on the podcast. Bill Pito's great. He's he's awesome. Like he, he just wants to be part of Rangers Twitter. Like that's that's what he wants. Get to him do. on. We'll welcome him. I've had him on. I've had him on. Like the, he he's a great, great guy. Uh he loves mm-hmm. doing that stuff. He loves interacting with people. That's so it's, great. It's fun. That. It's fun. Like, I, and like for guys like Vince and Molly, they, they even have trouble sometimes getting in touch with like, with with like the higher ups. Like, Chris Drury will only come down when, when it's a public, like when he yeah. addresses the media. Like he will go to the media. Like when he, he can't be read for comment. Laughing. There's no way he comes down to address the media or to make sure that Lafreniere doesn't answer questions in French. Because he doesn't know what he's saying. All right, 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 right. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, I remember that thing. Russian, but then again, he has a translator, so that makes mm-hmm. sense. And then again, but again, with the with the Russian thing, it's like a comfortability thing too. Yeah, I think but he, Lap can speak good English, so. Oh yeah, he speaks really good English. Really, really good English. I, I'm working on my French. I'm yeah. working on my French. Yeah, yeah. Duolingo um, hasn't helped me as much as I thought it would. And speaking of like you know reaching out for comment like with the with the Rangers like Vince and Molly who are I mean if you're if you're a journalist or want to get into the sports field like we're so lucky to have Vince and Molly like those guys yeah. are, are, and, and Colin and Colin too. they interact What's with that? us too like they oh, make yeah, sure yeah. stay up to date as much as possible you know with situations that happen like Friday like they make sure that we stay updated and we know what's going on and like right. they're always quick to help us there, there were people like saying like oh why doesn't vince say anything like why doesn't molly say anything in in the back of my head i'm like i already know they are i already know they're asking it's just it's impossible to get a comment from like in some ways the msg is like i love the rangers to death but like they are the equivalent of the pentagon when asked to reach for comment like they don't let that stuff they're very picky choosy about that kind of stuff and it that's just how it is. And you know, it's it's fine because like that's they they keep things tight to the best. They don't want anything leaking and stuff like that. But I get when you're that. presented with the situation on Friday, like you said, I, we'll talk a little bit about this. I don't usually comment on this because you know it's 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 a tough it's a tough situation. Like Mike Rupp yeah. was talking about it a few weeks ago, like the 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 Proveroff situation. Like it could go a million different ways. Like there's a hundred different ways it could go. Yeah. And like that's why I kind of stay away from it because no, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but you know, I I took the time to to iron out my thoughts. But like, if you didn't, if you weren't aware, like the Rangers sent out an email early in January, it said they would be wearing pride jerseys, 
and have stick tape during warm-ups for the game against the Vegas Golden Knights. Instead, they took the ice for warm-ups wearing their Lady Liberty reverse retro jerseys, but it was also scheduled to be the final reverse retro night of the season. They had that Pride night scheduled for that day. Yeah. And there was no warning or statement in advance of like in of in, in advance of you know not wearing the jersey. So and no basically you walked there. you as a, if you were a fan that was at the game on Friday like me, you looked on the ice and oh look the Rangers are wearing their their liberties. Where the where the pride jersey. The, and where's the tape on the sticks? Like right. and it I mean I can't really speak for the LGBTQ plus community because I'm not a part of it, but see, as someone who supports people who are a part of it and as someone who has friends who are part of it you know and so and knows people on rangers twitter who are part of it i can only imagine how disappointing it was to not only see them not take the ice and the jerseys that they use to like you know say that we're with you but the fact that those jerseys and those sticks get donated to charities for young lgbtq plus people who you know to show them like luke prokop like hockey really is for everyone and just the fact that they kind of went against like everything they say they stand for and especially without another email updating it like i just didn't think that was right and i feel like it was because of the provorov situation that it possibly could have happened because of the amount of backlash and i know i don't want to speak poorly on james dolan but like i just think that with his whole like lawsuit thing that he has going on with a bunch of people that he didn't want to face any more negative media which is why i think it came from a management standpoint but either way either which way it happened my opinion on it is that it's wrong because i know that the players didn't know that it wasn't going to happen and that when they walked in and didn't see the jerseys they were confused which i don't yeah. think fair to them either because they didn't know yeah, like it was a couple. They we don't know which players it was, but it was like a couple players that said like, "Yeah, we we just walked in and we had no idea what was going on. It was just the liberties were there." Um, yeah, and uh, everyone and I personally don't think that they provided them with the tape because I, from my personal standpoint, I definitely think bigger players such as Jacob Truba. I think not only as our captain, but just the way he views things like I think if there was tape available he still would have put it on his dick and I think Chris Kreider would have too like and Mika Zibanejad those are just some examples and but I think like if they had the tape provided to them they would have done it regardless right like there that's what I'm saying like there's a lot of down-to-earth humble hockey players that you know they will do something without being told to do it and that's the the thing that's what matters is you know you're not being told hey, Mika, you got to wear this jersey. Like, Mika should know already. Like, he's got to, like, you know, I'm doing this. Like, yeah, and I'll like, grab the tape. So if it was out of their control, then it's out of their control. I think it was out of their control. It, I think it has everything to do with right. the higher-ups. Right. And, you know, it's not like, okay, so the ceremonial puck drop was done by Andre Thomas, who's the co-chair of the NYC Pride organization. The anthem was sung by Michael James Scott, who's gay, and he did a really good killed it. What's that? Who absolutely killed it. Oh, yeah, yeah. MSG always gets, like, the best people to, to do those things, and he nailed it, absolutely nailed it. Everybody was was so excited at the Garden. Like, it, it was perfect. I feel like I've seen, Literally him, I've seen Aladdin on Broadway, and I feel like I've seen him be the yeah. genie. But either way, whichever genie I saw, like, he, they're, they're just – the genie in Aladdin on Broadway is just so flamboyant and so fun. Like, you can't not love it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. like, you could just tell he was having fun doing it. Right. He did a good job. And 
But the damage had been done when fans found out none of the players were wearing the Pride jersey. So the Rangers lied and marketed the jerseys and stick tape, which never made an appearance last Friday. Like, if you want, like, an actual, like, a, a really good opinion, read Vince's article or read Molly's article. Read them both. Like Vince's article was very good. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'm going to, like, echo his, what he's saying. Like, it was a false advertisement. Like, from a business perspective, that's an ethical no-no. You can't do that. If your customers see you have a promotion going on, whether that's through an email or on the website, whatever it is, and you haven't taken it down or said it's going to change or, or it's no longer active, you have to honor that. So yeah. people saw this email weeks ago. Come see the Rangers wear their pride-themed jerseys and stick tape against the Vegas Golden Knights. To Buy your ticket. Pride. To support pride and, you know, show that hockey is for everyone, which right. it is. Right. So people bought tickets expecting to see that. and Especially they for the team, that. too, knowing what they would see beforehand. Mm-hmm. So, so many Rangers fans feel betrayed and are rightfully upset. So, in my opinion, a solution, like in previous years, the Rangers have auctioned off the jerseys. Why not do it anyway this year? Like, even though they were never worn, just auction the jerseys off. Or or why not make them available for purchase, but at a reduced price? We all know hockey jerseys are ridiculously expensive, especially from the Rangers store. It's (laughs) incredible. Like, you did, you lied to your customers. So, you got to make it up somehow. You or even if you don't put sorry. jerseys for sale, I think that if anything, they should donate to charities. Like I, I know they're making a donation to like a center for LGBTQ plus homeless youths. Oh, the problem okay. concerns the jerseys. Like you got to fix, you got to fix that. Like that issue there. Like the Rangers yeah. let down their fans, plain and simple. Like, but I don't think you could say like the Rangers completely ignored pride night like being there at the garden it was so beautiful outside like i challenge any nhl team to make like their stadium look as nice as the rangers did like they they had the you know the 3d light show like they put the the rangers logo like they the icon on the ice with that three i don't know how to describe it but like they had the pride logo on the ice it was really nice and the flags like when they wave it um when the rangers scored it was the pride version of the logo. yeah i saw that yeah they I did. like rainbows too, so I just I like I just always have found rainbows like just very like because seeing them in real life is they're just very like I don't know if this is a right, right way to use it like enthralling. So like I I and just seeing like you just look like you can't see a rainbow and like not be happy, you know? Because I'm always like, oh, unicorns and rainbows and happiness when things aren't going like you associate rainbows with happiness. Like how could you not like rainbows? And right, I'm like, over off. Sorry that a rainbow scares you. Right, like so you see the 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 lights outside the garden for anybody, like just walking through the city, you know, not even going to the game. You know, you see those lights at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena. You see those lights, those colors, that symbol, you know something important is going on. And for yeah. that, like, you know, that's great. I don't know what other stadiums are able to do that with their with their stadium, but like that was nice, like how the garden had that all all, all situated. Um, yeah. I've seen people say online that the Rangers in the NHL are homophobic, but seemingly because they didn't wear the warm-up jersey. And it stems from Provorov, too. Like, to me, it seems, honestly, uh, like, it seems a bit ridiculous to say a person or a team or a whole league is homophobic because they didn't wear a jersey. I totally get the symbolism behind the, the, pride, uh, yeah. the pride jerseys. It means something to a lot of people. Totally understand that. 
You want to see everyone support the community. Like I do too. I understand. But like if you have to tell someone you to wear your symbol, then it isn't genuine. Like I wanted to, I would want it to be genuine. Even though I'm not a member of that community, I would think that if if you know if someone wants to come to me, right? It like wants to show it off. Like let's say Zabanajad wants to do that. He's a down-to-earth guy. There are guys in the NHL that are like that, that will do that at the drop of a hat, out of the goodness of their heart. I truly believe that. And that's where I think the game needs to go to. And I think a lot of people on the Rangers would do it too. Like I genuinely, maybe I'm being naive, but I genuinely cannot see a single member on the Rangers being homophobic. Like I I just can't. And like I said, that's maybe me being naive because like not trying to throw Panarin or Igor under the bus. They probably I do believe our Russian Orthodox Christian like Probrov mm-hmm. and Probrov came out with his whole I it's against my religion but you know they've worn the jerseys in the past they've done the tape without complaint which makes me think that they're not and maybe that is being me being naive but I just genuinely with the mm-hmm. people that we have don't see anybody being homophobic it brings in the idea of yeah. in- integrity it's doing the right thing for the right reason even when no one is looking and that's the part yeah emphasize even when no one is looking like i'd rather have someone wear the jersey not wear the jersey but do something on their own for the lgbtq uh, q plus community whether that's like a charity or hosting an event or spending time with people than to wear the jersey but take it off after warm-ups and never wear it or think about the community again yeah i get yeah i understand like actions speak much louder than words right it's like that that uh the maya angelou quote the uh People may forget what you say or do, but they won't forget how you make them feel. So yeah. wearing the jersey while for warm-ups, while it might seem like just symbolic, there might be, and this is what Vince was saying in his article, that there could be something deeper. Like you could be doing, the players could be doing something more from their own hearts, not from yeah. somebody else's heart. That's yeah. what I want it to be. I want to see genuine support. Yeah, of, of, it, of was, it was it was so disappointing to not see the jerseys. I know. I just, I just think they're cool, and I know there's a different design every yeah. year. I was looking forward to seeing how they were looking, and when I saw that they posted a video of them walking out in the Liberty jerseys, I was with my friend who happens to be a part of the community, and I just started going off. And she was laughing because, like, she th- she's never seen me angry before, and she thought it was funny that I was so angry but was appreciative of how – who, and she happens to be a Rangers fan. And she was like appreciative of how just like annoyed I was. Cause like, that's genuinely annoying. And so many people bought tickets specifically for this game. Just right. to walk down like yeah. that. From a business perspective, they dropped the ball big time. Yeah. And that is that I have a problem with that. I don't, I don't. That could affect like, that. the revenue of games from now on. Cause like people might not want to go to these special nights thinking that, especially pride night. Cause I'm sure they'll do something for like a military appreciation. Night. And not that it's a bad thing, but saying in terms of pride night, it might affect their sales and their revenue and their income from pride night because of what they did this year. And people might not want to take the risk going and seeing that again, right from next year. So they have to mend the wound in that, in that time. So and maybe up, rethink okay. some things like again, with the Jersey issue, it's just, you know, if it's becoming a chore to do it, then, Try something else, I, I would say, honestly, because it's, you know, if if they want, if a, if a player is going to put on the jersey, but then not do anything about it, you know, or, or like it's pulling Keith to put the jersey on, then, you know, it's not genuine. Yeah. Like, I want it to, I would want it to be real. 
Yeah. That's how I, I would feel. Like, yeah, I understand that. I don't know how the people in the community feel, but. Yeah, um, and I don't want to speak for them either because, like, yeah. I genuinely am, like, the biggest supporter out there and I want everyone to be happy. Like, like ev- any group, like, you could be anything you want to be and I'll still, like, support you either way. And, like, I fe- I really do feel for them. Yeah, yeah. And, this like, is, I it's that. a it's like a tough the, it's a tough thing to talk about especially when you're not part of the community cuz like I don't want to be saying the wrong thing and having people get offended but like I'm trying to say it like the right way but so people know that I do stand with them if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Accessibility is a big is a big issue with the uh, with with hockey like it's an upper class sport it's very expensive it's just that's just how it's always been it's not easy predominantly like, dominated by I, I had for for my journalism class, I had to do I had to write a story um, about somebody, and you know this guy he had to like literally travel like half hour, forty five minutes every day to like to go to practice because there was no rinks by where he lives. Yeah, that's, that's why how I, it's hard. It's hard for a lot of people. It's just you know, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, just make it easier. Like it's yeah, it's, it's just like, not. It's like it's hard. It's hard to do it. And, some sometimes I think it's just things that are outside people's control that it's like outside my control. Like I can't do yeah. anything about it. Yeah. I, I could offer support it. and and I could console people. Yeah. Offer my opinions, but will people take me seriously? I don't know. Yeah. And like I'm a soccer player. I've played soccer my whole life. And my dad wanted me to play hockey because there's not a lot of girls who play hockey. And I could skate and he knew that if I played, they could have taught taught me how to skate even better. But um on long island like there aren't any rinks like in my county and my mom didn't want to drive 30 minutes plus uh, multiple times a week to play hockey with soccer too so i never got to play hockey so i get you know that like some people can't play because of like where they live how far it is and also just how expensive the sport is with all the gear and the traveling Mm -hmm. i like this i like this comment from from python sadly you're gonna have to cancel all events like military night i don't know about hockey fights cancer night, i don't think like they would go hockey not hockey would... not hockey fights cancer night because that's been one that's been around for a, a while it's more neutral that impacts everybody um military night i could see yeah it, and i wouldn't be one... mad with that either because if you if you do that to one group of people you can just as easily do it to another group or maybe maybe like the way you present like military night is like, like is like the same make it fair Make it the same, yeah. So, like, if you're not gonna wear the jersey for one, don't wear it for or the, the jersey for like, the other. Do the same. Do the same thing, like with the with you know the outside of the garden, uh, if you can, like the indoor the stuff. Like you put the logo, yeah. Put the put the. What do they do with the with the military logo? Do they like I think they military version the of the Rangers with, logo? Yeah, with like a green canvas. All right, yeah. So do the same thing on the ice, like project that onto the ice like there's the people that say like oh keep the politics out of sports like yeah i understand i understand but like historically politics and sports are intertwined because of the olympics like that's how it how it's been but like for like issues such as like extreme issues such as this it's like yeah i don't want to see it like i don't want to you know it's just it's a night that's it Support the community. Like, I don't want to make it a, a huge deal. Like, for military night, like, it doesn't need to be. The I don't even know. Say, say what you're going to do and follow through with it. And if you don't, be ready to deal with the consequences. Right. Apologize for, like, apologize, like, make it up. 
make it up like what like what I was saying about the jerseys. Just auction them off. Why not? Or uh, make them available. Even made them because who knows how much? Who knows if they were even going to do the jerseys before mm-hmm. this profile situation? Which mm-hmm. I think they probably would have. But so maybe they are manufactured, and you know, give them away. Well, not give give them away. Like auction them off or donate them to where people could profit off of them. That would help the LGBTQ community in some type of way. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the sticks. Take a stick, wrap some tape around it, auction it off. Sign it and auction it off. Yeah. Yeah. Takes you maybe all of five minutes. Yeah, um, yeah. These these issues, I I, I try not to talk about them just because they're it's too polarizing. And you know, my point of view might come across as like extreme in the one direction, or like yours might go in extreme in the other direction. Yeah, and and people might have stuff to say, but like it's. I just want to be happy, and like I I really do feel bad about the way right. that everything was handled. Yeah. I, and again, I still don't think the Rangers are homophobic, and I don't think the entire NHL has this vendetta against the LGBTQ plus community. I just don't think they wanted to to wear the jersey. Like they could be in support of the community, but not want to wear the jersey just because they were told, "Oh, you must think, wear this jersey." I think the Provorov situation kind of flipped the whole thing, and now right. everyone's looking at it differently. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah. have happened because. It's just colors. Well, not well. It's just colors in a sense of like it's a rainbow, but like it's not just colors because they mean because that came out very wrong, and I don't want like people to symbolic. like symbolic. Yes, you're, you're talking about the symbolic. symbolism of the the flag of the, yeah, like the pride it, flag. I'm saying like it's just colors to because to him he's like oh I don't want to wear a rainbow because it's against but like it's it's a rainbow like they're colors like they're colors shouldn't scare you mm. and they're colors of a community full of great people. Yeah. So, I don't know what his whole deal was, but he like changed this entire everyone's entire perspective on this. Yeah, it's possible it's on the players too. Like they, like I, I think Python. Yeah, Python put another one in here. Like that, this is possibly true. Like Dolan taking the bullet, but then again, I still think you should say about the the jerseys, like auction them off, you know, refund or give like a discount to the to the people that were most impacted. I don't know how you could do that, but like uh something to show that you you're you listening. Really right. Like it's yeah. not like they did not like I said it, it's not like they did nothing with with uh with the night. Like, you know, they they lit up the outside of the garden. Like if they didn't care, they wouldn't have done that at all. I don't think they would have done that at all. They wouldn't have had, you know, Andre Thomas drop the puck or or Michael Michael um oh my gosh. I have Michael James Scott uh, sing the anthem. They wouldn't have done, no, they would have done none of it. None of the stuff that I said, if they didn't care about yeah. it. Yeah. So, I just know. feel bad because I feel like the it's just colors thing came out wrong. But like, I meant like. For oh, of- no, I understand what you mean. Yeah. 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 Like he, because he was all like the rainbow. It's like, they're colors. They're, they're colors. You wear colors every day. You, I'm sure you've worn at least every color in the rainbow at some point in your life. Like mm-hmm. why now should it matter? Mm-hmm. that's really what i meant by it but so um yeah. if anyone like took that the wrong way i, this, I really hope not it it's, was it's, it's his person it was his belief you know like he's not in support of i guess yeah. wearing the jersey but like everyone's entitled to their own opinion but right. that opinion is just i'm sorry that's just plain wrong like so not supporting a group of people because of like colors and like you don't want to wear a jersey like come on grow up you're making millions of dollars a year the least you can do, even if you don't agree with it, is one, keep it to yourself, and two, put on the jersey with everyone else to su- support the 
fans who are part of the community who come to watch you play and are spending their money to watch you play. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's, yep. Oh, I feel like, is there anything else? Sorry, this like topic is, because no. I don't want to make it like. Yeah, no, no. We're, I don't have anything else to add on. Like maybe, maybe people could let me know what they think. And the, talk about. Yeah, like. it is. It, it's, it sucks to be honest. Like the, like the polarization yeah, of it's it. It's a topic that needs to be talked about, but it's not a comfortable one, especially coming from someone who wants to say the right thing without like making it because I can't speak for anyone who's in the, because I'm not a part of it. So I don't know the correct, like I'm trying to say the correct thing mm -hmm. and like speak with my opinion, which is in full support of them, but like trying to also make it so that I'm not taken the wrong way. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I get yeah. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I'm going to a night on, I have to say, I think I'm going to some special night on the eighth. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Rangers special nights. I'm going to Google this. Rangers special nights and see what, because I know group sales and theme nights. Here we go. Oh, I'm going to Black History Night on February 8th. So hopefully that they will do a lot better job with that. You know, making everyone, making the black community feel seen and heard, because I don't think that they did a very good job with Pride Night, making people feel seen and heard. So, yeah, they're going to you know, take a look at their methods and see if they could do better. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think they can. The biggest, always the biggest thing is they fans feel betrayed because they said they were going to wear the jerseys, but they didn't. Yeah, and, they the did it. and that's, you know, that problem can be solved. Like, I think that that's a very solvable problem. Just yeah. all about accountability. Just say like, listen, we screwed up. We want to make it up. And this is what we're going to do next year. We'll do something different for Pride night because yeah. obviously the players, something there's something with the jerseys that people it's not reciprocating. And that, that communication between team to community is not, it's not seamless. Like it needs yeah. to be genuine. Like this is the, don't make it be a PR stunt. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> this is the last thing I'll add. I think the way to, fix the problem from this year is wear the jersey next year like who cares what any other team does wear the jersey but let somebody from the community design it because then it's personal and I feel like that could be a way to make up for it because I feel like now it's just kind of like the PR team just throw a rainbow in wherever you can which isn't really a good way to go about it but if you let someone from the community you know who's an artist design the jerseys or you get a bunch of people from all different like umbrellas of the community come together to design one jersey mm -hmm. i think that could be something that could make up for it that mm -hmm. the players wear like a customized like designed made with like a lot of love and dedication jersey that i feel like that could be a great way to solve mm -hmm. it right i would love to see that honestly i think that could be really cool and like each number you know like could have maybe one could have like the bisexual flag, like someone could wear the bisexual flag on their back, like their number or the transgender flag or, and the gay flag and the whatever other umbrellas there are. Like, I think that could definitely because, you know, it's personal then and everyone feels seen and heard. If I had to make a guess, I think it's just going to go to what Python was saying, that it's just going to be nothing like no, no military night, no pride night, no hockey fights, cancer night, none of it, nothing, because it's everything's going to be equal. I yeah, think that's, that's what's going I know it's. You know, but I just think that's that's the way it, it'll go. So that you know, it's all right. Well, it's right, not like all it, right, but like at least it's consistent. Yeah, like in turn, like it's all like I feel like I'm always saying the wrong thing because I don't want to like dismiss it because 
But like I'm saying, like it's all right because like then at least everything will be equal. Like if you don't want to do something for somebody, right. then you shouldn't exactly. do it for the other people. Right. Like that's what's all right about it. Not that right. it's all right that they didn't do anything. Right. Like I would appreciate like less political messaging in in my yeah. in my school. I feel like, like I'm I, I I don't want to look at it. Like it's just. I understand it belong like sports and politics are, are together like they they coexist but like I don't want to see I don't want to see some of that stuff on on here like I just want to watch the Rangers game and, en- and enjoy myself for two hours and then like, like, they, go back to the for the rest it. of the twenty two hours that I'm awake or or whatever however long I'm up for go, worry about it then you know what I mean like yeah I understand where a lot of people are like keep it out of sports keep it out of sports yeah I do understand that but. Keep every keep it all out is keep it all out. Like, no, don't put anything in there. Like I that's why that. I'm saying keep military night out of it too. Yeah, because then that, right. but that, it's just it's hard because you're offending one group and then you offend the other, but then you don't offend. Right. It's just a bad like situation that they put themselves in. Right, they gotta somebody's gonna have to put their foot. Yeah, down I'll end it at that. Like, it's right. a bad situation to put themselves in, and I feel like. I hopefully said the right thing because, like, I don't want to make anyone offended at all. No, like, I don't but, think you offended anybody. But, oh, like, no. I'll end it. At, they handled it very poorly, and I hope to see them do better in the future. Yep. Yeah. But, like, I agree. I agree with you. I think they, I think they, they have, uh, there's a lot of room for improvement there. That's what I'll yeah, say. Yeah, totally. And last thing that I'm going to do before I go, because I have an honor society induction tonight, is what do you nice. think the Rangers are going to do trade deadline? trade deadline if if i had to make a guess then i i think that they're gonna make a trade for like tarasenko that's gonna be one of the big things that they gotta have to make a trade for meyer kane or tarasenko one of those guys is gonna be in a rangers jersey post deadline what i would like to see i would like to see gustav nyquist in a rangers jersey because that guy is is like what's that is he a center i think he could play center but he's a winger actually he's oh we need wingers Right wingers, right, yes, yes. Um, I was looking at natural stature, he could play left, they said center, left, and right. So, oh, perfect, he could play all over, yeah, right. my forward, wherever. My he's thing fast, is he's, he's always there. before he hit Columbus, like analytics were great, everything was above 50%, like gets a lot of chances, lots of lots of shot opportunities when he's on the ice. Teams do better when he's on the ice than when he's off the ice. That's the player That's you want, yeah. So, like, hit. Having him on like a third or a fourth line is good. Like you need, we need fast skaters. We need fast skaters. I'm we need dreaming about a cop. I'm taking Messier up on his thing when he said, I think after the 2021 season, that a cup is in our future in the next five years, and he he guaranteed it. He guaranteed Game Six, and they won. So uh-huh. I'm I'm expecting this cup. Like that's literally all I want. 2014 like ruined me. 2014 ruined me. It ruined me. And yeah. like this team, last year's team was my favorite team since 2014. And I think a lot of people have the same. 14, 15, and 13, 14 are because I wasn't alive for 93, 94. So 14, 15, and 13, 14 are my favorite Ranger teams. And last year's team, just the vibes that you got in April, like just knowing you're like, yes, there's a Ranger game tonight because you just knew they were going to play well. And then when the playoffs came around and when they were tied after they beat Pittsburgh, I was like, yes, I can work with this. The problem is they played the Canes and the Canes are actually my second team because they're my family's team. It's either the Canes or the Islanders and I'm not picking the Islanders. So yeah, no, I, don't pick the Islanders. 
I'll root for the Canes over the Islanders, which is what I do from time to time. But they got a good team. Playing the Rangers. If they're not playing the Rangers, you, they I know they're a rival and I get a lot of crap for it. But like, I want my, to see my family happy, so I I root for them to do well. Plus, I love Andre Svechnikov, so I root for the Canes when I can. When they swept the Isles in the playoffs, that was the best thing ever. I literally got the broom out of my basement and started going around with it. Yeah. My mom was not happy, but I thought it was great. So. <laughs> Svechnikov's a pest. That guy is a, I love him. a great, great player. It's annoying him. to play against, but he's a great player. He's, he's, he's so good. And Sebastian Ajo, my God. I know, that's like that's a good, ball. that's a really good team, and I love, I love Brindamore. Brindamore's a great coach. That's I was, I was hoping, I was hoping the the Canes wouldn't sign him and that the Rangers would pick him up. Uh, that obviously didn't was not going yeah. to happen. But, I want Bruce Boudreaux, low key. Bruce I think Bro, really. I think he would be a good co- like you can tell he loves what he does, and I just feel like the way Vancouver handled him was not great, and I think he'd be good in New York. Rangers could would need like a guy like John Cooper, like they need to build oh, yeah. up a coach. Like if um the guy from uh, AHL Hartford, um, oh Chris Knobloch, Chris Knobloch, like if he becomes a good coach, like like develop him from like the ground up, like. John Cooper won at every single level. He won the AHL. He won the juniors. He won, like, the – I think he won the World Cup of Hockey. He won the Stanley Cup. Like, he won everywhere in college, baby. Like, that. I mean, that's what I want. I want that in the future. Like, I if will you get a guy say, like that, that's going to be awesome. I will say that Chris Malbach's first game as coach when Quinn went into COVID protocol, we did beat the Flyers 9 nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. That did happen. And then my dad made fun of me because there were, like, so many Rangers that got a point and Laugh got a secondary assist out of nine goals scored. He got one secondary assist, and my dad made fun of me. But he does like Laugh. He, he, he's a Laugh fan. He just gives him – on him. He just picks on him and is honest with him more than I am because, you know, I just don't like to be. But Yeah. No, I I try to be – it's hard. It's hard when you when you have favorites. It's hard to, to call yeah. them out. Like Especially, I love Julian Gauthier. Like Gauthier is oh, probably my I'd favorite. I grown to love him too. But like I, I have a bit of a harder time calling him out than I do like, uh, like Zibanejad or yeah. Kreider. And in my eyes, Igor can do no wrong. So I never yeah. call Igor out. Igor can do no wrong, except when he almost gave the puck away and like fanned on a pass. But otherwise, Igor can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's the best. Yeah, good goaltender. All right, Carly, uh, appreciated having you on. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, One day we have to get Mark on here with us. That sounds good. I got to talk to him about his uh, his thoughts on the Liberty jerseys. Mark, he hates them. He hates them. Always has. But I will say he was at the Marek Malik game when he went between the legs in the shootout. So that's his only saving grace with the Liberties. Yeah, that's the best version of the the Liberties, too. I like the reverse retro one point. 1.0. 1.0. That, those really? Are a lot of people. I'm trying to get an Igor one, but they're like $500, and I really don't feel like dying. So yeah. we could have a whole podcast just on like the best jerseys the Rangers have had, or, or like just my on dad jerseys. Would do that. If you ever want, to, my dad would do that. So. That's like that would be a good summer episode because sometimes during the summer there's not a lot to talk about, especially like when it comes to August. If I don't oh, have yeah, like totally. a guest, definitely got to have like an episode just talking about Rangers jerseys. Totally, because I have my opinions on them too. Yeah, yeah. But thank All right, you well, so much. No problem. Ice Cold Takes listeners, take it easy. We'll see you guys next week.
Hey, Rangers fans, thank you so much for listening to the Ice Cold Takes podcast this week. Make sure you follow at Ice Cold Takes Pod on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest Rangers info. See you all next week. Time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know.